Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears! Don't you come for me? <laughs> or anybody in my podcast? I can't do it. <laughs> or anybody in my family? Ever! <laughs> oh my god. This is absurd. <laughs> if I didn't know that you were trying to do that, I would probably not have known <laughs> I tried to talk out of the corner of my mouth and it just started making me laugh. <laughs> I, I saw you, I noticed that you were like practicing talking like her the other night when we were watching it and I just didn't put that together. It's really hard for me to do women's voices because I have such a masculine voice. Girl. 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 That is so funny. That is so funny. I mean, there is some serious Meredith. She engaged, but then quickly disengaged. Yes. And then engaged again, but then disengaged. Okay, that's pathetic. <laughs> well, we've done a lot of engagements. Oh my God, y'all. Over the past a good bit. First of all, I just want to say, we told you so. We told you that we would not even have to tell you what our exciting news was going I know, to be we for are, you to know what it was. Our inboxes blew up. Yeah, so you we got to be on Watch What Happens Live as virtual callers. This is the Super Bowl, guys. Woo. We were so excited about it, but we couldn't tell you because the NDA tells you not to tell anyone about it. Like, yeah. you're not allowed to say it's happening. You're not allowed to say it's who's on it. You're not allowed to even talk about... I mean, not much. Actually, I reread it today to find out what we could talk about tonight, and not a lot. But what, what we can tell you is that we didn't know that we were going to be on the episode with Whitney until at last minute. Like, originally, we were scheduled to be on with Sutton. Mm -hmm. And then we were uh, given the opportunity to be with, on maybe the Anderson Cooper episode. But I told them, I was like, listen, if you have a Salt Lake City housewife, that's the episode we want. And like, they put us on that. That's our thing. I love you too. But as you could tell, we did not get the opportunity to ask Whitney a question. No. I need it as much as you do. But we did get to ask Robin Dixon a question. As, yeah. So it was a really cool experience. Like they called the, the producer called me at home and talked about what was going to happen and told me that I was going to ask Robin a question. And then we logged in like an hour early, wasn't it? A uh, half hour. Yeah, to do like sound checks and remove the art off of our wall. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> basic stuff that you have to do. But we were so excited we couldn't, like, we couldn't... I just sat there and looked pretty. I just let Bear do all the talking, because <laughs> that's, like, his dream come true. So when my next dream comes true, I'm going to get it. He was it very gracious. I mean, immediately he was like... This is your lifelong dream. I will totally let you ask the question. Mm -hmm. so that but was if there's a chance to now, only one of us gets to be a bartender. Sorry, it's me. Ah! <laughs> it's rude it, and it's selfish. I don't know. I think that might be grounds for divorce. I think, and I think all of our listeners. Would and I, agree. I'll take that. But I have a bigger following than you, so I think I would get to bartending anyways. And I'll be like, I'm single now, gentlemen. Oh, great. <laughs> Are you breaking up with me? I feel like you're breaking up with me. I'm just kidding. I'm editing all that I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that was really big news, and it's really made an impact, actually. Yeah, watch what happened live is following us on Twitter. Yes. We've made it. Now we just need one more. We just need Andy Cohen to now follow us. But to me, even more importantly, our listenership has really grown. Yeah. Thank you, Salt Lake City fans. Yes, our listenership has grown like exponentially, and we've uh, we've hit ten thousand uh, plays. Lessons, yeah, play- ten thousand plays. Ten thousand plays. We've reached over a thousand followers on Instagram Yay, and thank plus you guys. Twitter and our Facebook group. So it is like if we weren't already high on life just from Salt Lake City premiering, now we're high on life because we really feel like the train is moving fast and forward like it did in the beginning oh yeah the hand split will get you every time yeah salt lake city has definitely greased up our wheels (laughs) (laughs) or just iced up our slide or as mary would say toot toot i don't want to talk about it now We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. But another fun thing we did today. Yeah, hopefully you saw on our IG Live. Yeah, so now you can see it on our IG TV channel. We spent some time at Beauty Lab and Laser this evening. I mean, it was very quick. It, It was very quick, but I lost my Botox virginity tonight. And it was painless. We want to keep putting Botox in people's faces and filler in their lips and make them the best Zoom versions of themselves. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Not at all. And, and look, you already look younger. Right? I'm going to have to divorce you. You're <laughs> and we got to be there with the star of season episode, two, episode three. Episode three. Dre Robinson. Part of the Drether Hardenwood team. Yes. What, what? Yes. Hey, Dre. So excited to see you all in person and not just on my TV tonight. Oh, uh, every time I see Dre, it just makes me happy. She came walking in looking like Kate Beckinsale. She has the best smile. Uh, she has the... She has I like, so many I, Tonight, I actually like got like, self-conscious about my smile and how yellow it is because of how... Like, it's not yellow, yellow, but no, compared to like hers... Your, your teeth are yellow. Like, compared to hers, her teeth are so white. They're pristine. They're very pristine, and they're, all like, perfect order. But she had her hair going on. I know, she looking was looking good. good. Yes. And guess what? We also got another surprise from Paul. Paul yeah, Wewak. our good friend Paul. We've talked about him before yeah, doing karaoke. Yeah, if you've been karaoke. listening for a while, you know who Paul is, too. Yeah. It's snow on the roof and fire in the furnace with him. I'll never forget. <laughs> That, that killed me. And the 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 folks that work at Beauty Lab and Laser are I, I didn't want to call them kids. I didn't. <laughs> well, they are. They all are kids, especially compared to you. Well, compared to me, they are kids. <laughs> you're right. You're right. This grown woman in her fifties. Just the sweetest, most wonderful people. Beauty Lab and Laser is like becoming my cheers. It's true because every time we walk in there, everybody's like, bears! Yeah, the house bears are here! The house bears are here! And And some of them are like, today, some of them are like, wait, you haven't gotten any work done here? You guys have like been here so many times. I'm surprised you guys haven't got anything done. <laughs> like you're not our regulars. Yeah, no, no, just fans. <laughs> yeah. But we got um, our. I got my brow done because I have like such a crease in my brow. Yeah, brow. My brow. I got my elevens done in my brow as well. Yeah, you have elevens. I have a one. You have a one. It's I a have very 11. serious one. I, I never even noticed it really until today when you started pointing it out to me. And now that's all I'll notice on you. 
as my 11s. Yeah. <laughs> well, but they not won't be long. there for long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was very awesome. And thank you to Chantel Raven and I, Stephanie or Stefani. It's got a V in it. I'm not Stephanie. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I love it. It's just in Utah. People spell very normal names very uniquely a lot of times, so I don't know if it's Stephanie or Stefani. I should have asked. And one of my favorite names in the world, Chad. And uh, Chad, I just love. He's like a little daddy in training. I am drunk on it. I mean, that he's sweater like that he was wearing yes, that's a daddy yes. in training. Like, I, I want to steal that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was like Daddy University or something like that. Yeah, Daddy yeah, University. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, oh, my gosh. He's so cute. But, yeah, thank you to the team at Beauty Lab and Laser for making us feel at home and then every also, time. And it was quick and easy. Yeah, uh, informative. I, w- I really had no idea that Botox was so There. We nothing. learned there. We did learn. We grew there. That's what, that's what killed, Beauty Lab and Laser is about. We killed nerves there. It's about growing. And <laughs> Filling <laughs> and plumping. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the f- is going on right now. <laughs> so uh, always an exciting time at Beauty Lab and Laser. Uh, follow them and check uh, when you're in Salt Lake City. Make a trip, babe. Um, I'm gonna get back to Beauty Lab. It's feeling very fall here, and you know what comes after fall? Ice. And what is this one called? Fishing for the truth. Oh, I guess I was just fishing for you to answer it. (laughs) I thought it was something to do with ice. Sorry, I didn't have it written down. As I was fishing, I should have They were ice fishing. But I was fishing for you to to pick that up into a segue, but it just didn't work. Let's fish for some ice. No, what are we doing? We're fishing in the ice for fish. Uh, Well, yeah, listen, I dropped the ball on that completely. I've just, listen, we literally were at Beauty Lab and Laser an hour ago. Like, you still have a little blood mark on your forehead. (laughs) So I'm a little bit distracted by all the excitement. Um, uh, To my friend Paris, hey girl, I got my Botox finally. We've been talking about it. So so excited. We should say something to Liam. Liam, I got Botox now because when I went and saw Liam in Portland, he had the Botox. But we moved past that. This is quite an episode. God, every time we watch an episode, I feel like I need to just record the the sound, the track of the whole entire episode, because everything they say is so funny to me. And it works so well on our show. Yeah. I just... I, Even little I, things. Like, there's a lot of things that we don't put in because we're running out of time in the day. <laughs> because we keep having to pause, rewind 15 seconds, wait for it to come up, and then tag the number down. And, and I'm like, ugh. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is, without question, my number one favorite television show. Like, I just love it Whitney so much. Whitney and Lisa have been giving such good one-liners and little they things all here have and there. Been. Like, it's killing they me. They all have been. Everything that every single this is such a strong cast. It's yeah. unbelievable. This episode starts off with like little short uh scenes of the women with their families, starting off with Meredith and this horrific FaceTime with Seth. Like I think maybe there's misunderstanding. I don't know. I know. I you know, I generally like Seth. I I, I try to take up for his dad jokes and his intention, but telling her that he's never seen her eyes before. I know, it's like Seth quit quit it. I'm done. Just don't you're, s- you're smothering me. Not only have you <laughs> never seen her eyes, it's because you've been staring at her chest. Yeah, I'm glad they're doing better, but that I, was I'm not cute. Want, like their relate them getting back together in the first season was giving me mom and dad vibes that I like, oh gosh <laughs> but I am glad they're doing better but hey now we're on to Beauty Lab and Laser yes, where we yes, just were yes. and we were just there with Dre and here she is hey Dre Dre with 
with her come F me hair. <laughs> well, uh, so th- uh, some of you might even remember, I believe it was on Bravo, Jonathan Anton was his name. He was a celebrity hairstylist. And he had his own show, and I'm pretty sure it was on Bravo. And he, back to that Kate Beckinsale reference, he did her hair and said that her hair was his favorite because it was come F me hair. Nice. <laughs> and so I thought that Dre's hair was looking good in this episode, I, too. I said she, it looks like she was heading to a rock concert. Yeah, I thought she looked <laughs> great. They were talking about this under eye filler. PRF. Under eye filler. And I guess it's blowing up. I would love some under eye filler. I I just feel like my bags are just getting so heavy no. and they're not even Louis Vuitton. Put the $21,000 purse down. Well, I support Heather. You don't need it and neither did those, yeah, those girls. I do need them. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm too old. The other star of of the show, uh, Carlin, can we just give her a snowflake? Can we give her a science show on YouTube? Can we just uh, have her make her own snowflake and then stand in front of the cast of the opening Seriously, credits? Seriously, she's her own character on the show, and Seriously. she's got an old soul because she works so well with... Old, like, uh, yeah, she's people. just so smart. Yeah. She got 100 on her spelling test, plus she got some bonuses. Um... Yeah, just love her. Straight yeah. A girl, straight A. And then back to our first real scene of the of the episode at Beauty Lab and Laser. With Dre and Heather, Drether. So Drether's looking at a new location. Not yeah. to move, but to expand. Expand. The one thing I refuse to give up is the pursuit of excellence in all things. How exciting is I mean, is you hear that? that they're doing so good now. Every Like, things have doubled since the first season. Yeah. Well, of course. I would like to know why they weren't mic'd better. Uh, Dre should have been mic'd completely. I could. Uh, um, I was like, hey, she needs to be mic'd. <laughs> She's anyway. part of the show. Yes. Who would have thought that Zoom calls have made people want to look their best? Because to be honest with you, I just thought, they're not going to be able to tell if I didn't shave today. I mean, I've spent this entire past year thinking, they're not going to be able to tell if I shave today. Just unprofessional. Yes, people are just more vain than you. Well... I thought that was amazing. I had no idea. And now I'm going to have to be more thoughtful about well, how I when, look. Well, whenever you leave the room from one of your chats and stuff, I could hear them whispering like, oh my gosh, that Corey, he doesn't, it looks like he hasn't shaved his face in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I love torturing you. <laughs> like it doesn't know any bounds. Uh, so, uh, looks like a lot of work to expand Beauty Lab. And so, um, about, Heather kind of dismisses Dre, I think, and but, call Whitney. Yeah, sure, yeah. But did you see that the microphones and stuff behind Heather? Yes. Hey, shout out to those mics. We use those. <laughs> we use them to, <laughs> to interview Whitney, actually. To interview Whitney and <laughs> yeah. to actually do the um, podcast uh, Dre and Heather has. Oh, that reminds me. Another challenge for y'all. Old habits die hard. <laughs> Turns out that we are, is it the third most listened to episode of Drether's podcast, Live Love Lab? Yes. So first of all, if you're not listening to Live Love Lab, I, it's the only, one of the only other podcasts I listen to. It really is good and insightful. And I, I, learn, I, I learn always, a lot. I always learn many things per episode. And I'm, it's not just beauty. Yeah. Oh, it's not it's even so topics. much. It's not even yeah. so much. And so, uh, first of all, if you're not listening to Live Love Lab, give them a listen. But 
Challenge accepted. Third most listened to episode. Let's make it number one. I'll, I'll be happy with getting to number two for now. I don't know no, what number two. I want number one. <laughs> okay. So everyone go out there and listen to our episode of Live Love Lab on their channel. Yes, and also... Um, our friend Paul that was there tonight, his episode was the first Live Love Lab episode that I had ever heard. And it was life it was about, it was about men's, men's health. health. Yeah. Which is normally Live Love Lab is normally more uh centered towards female or just pop culture or, you know, news. It's got a lot of stuff in it. But this was a a one that was about male mental health that I think everyone could really learn a lot about. So Absolutely. go check out Live Love Lab, but especially the House Bears episode. <laughs> Let the games begin. So Heather FaceTimes Whitney, and Whitney just bounces her boobs up and down. Show them off. Love them. Heather's like, I love them, but please quit bouncing. So please stop. <laughs> Heather tells Whitney about her meeting with Jen Shaw in the Ice Castle in the last episode, and Whitney really doesn't understand where she stands because she's like, well, we kind of cleared it up, but it really seems unfinished. Yeah. To me, what that probably means is, you know, we, we settled it at the reunion, but we haven't talked since, so is it really settled? That was like last year, okay? Jen is kind of like a hand grenade with a loose pin. <laughs> like, you kind of need to keep your eyes on it at all times to make sure that pin doesn't fall off. True, true, true. <laughs> About face, what? Yeah, I about-faced. Um, Jen is meeting her friend Carrie at this snow-go place called Woodward. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard about ski biking? No, it looks like a lot of fun. I think I've seen, like, forums of it before, like, a long time ago, but I've never done ski biking, and I don't know if I'd want to do that, to be honest with you. I think it I'd looks be like nervous. I'd, I'd, I know the first thing that would happen to me is what would happen to Jen, is what happened to Jen. <laughs> I love that Jen's talking all big. She's like, anytime that I can be better than Lisa Barlow. Because, you know, Lisa Barlow is the most competitive person on the show. Yeah. And she's like, anytime I can be more competitive with Lisa Barlow, and then splat <laughs> boom but she talks awfully big to be awfully small <laughs> i love those places that have the conveyor belts that take you up the mountain i've never been to one before i the first time In i Tahoe, came i've never seen them the first time i came here to salt lake city we went to one of those places snow tubing mm -hmm. and they have the conveyor belt really cool so after they're done their friend carrie who they met there quote unquote can't stay. I know. I'm like, no. <laughs> we need to have Jen and Lisa sit down together by themselves yeah. to chat about life, like Coach Shaw. Yeah. Hey, Coach Shaw. Hey, Coach Shaw. You know I want me some young tenders. Um, the Lisa Barlow is not so thrilled with only hot chocolate. She wants a cocktail. I know that's you. But I thought that those drinks look delicious. The, yeah, the hot. Cocoa. Maybe yeah. it's because yum, I've been yum, keeping yum. sugar out of my diet. Sharif is getting ready to start recruiting again. And I love, well, he's been homebound, that he just has been making up home projects to do. Yeah, because, I mean, be, when you're that busy 24-7, when you get home, you're just like, well, what, what do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> go to Home Depot. Yeah. Go to Home Depot. Well, Jen definitely has been loving him being home otherwise. <laughs> yeah. So I, well, but she's. I think she's also kind of like, I'm ready for him to be out of my way for a minute, too. Yeah. <laughs> for, but, you know, they've made it through quite a bit. So, good on them. Am I going to win a trophy? No, honey. Jen is ready for all the ladies to get together and 
get out of their comfort zone. And then she starts being like, okay, Lisa, I need your weight and your height and your social security number and your hair color and full name on your ID, blah, 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 blah. This is the second time in this season that we have gotten a Jen Shaw, like, foreshadowing joke. Like, I'd go to jail for you. And now all of I'm this. I'm stealing your identity. Yes. I was like, this is weird. That's like somebody could It's like a that. movie. Yeah. yeah it's so like a movie. It's super foreshadowing. It is wild. But they plan on going ice fishing. Which so makes I, sense. I understand a lot, like most of it, because if you do go under the ice, they need to start searching for bodies. And those are the kind of key details people need to know. Right, right. Because there might be multiple bodies under there. It Who made knows? absolute sense. And she was probably also exaggerating on some things, too, I think just so to be too. funny. Yeah. So I was like, this is weird. I haven't gone to jail yet. <laughs> Jen tells Lisa about her conversation with Heather. And, you know, Lisa just at the time does not like Heather. No. <laughs> she just does not like Heather. Um, She feels that Jen and Heather are kind of like fire and ice, to be cliche. (laughs) Uh, And then she also feels like Whitney just doesn't get her. She's like, Whitney just always... She feels like she always has something to complain about. Yeah, Whitney, every time I say something, Whitney thinks it's bad. Every time I do something, Whitney thinks it's bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want them to believe that I'm not being bad, and I want them to know my intentions aren't bad. I feel like you think you're up here and we're down here, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I didn't say that. I don't feel that. Yeah. Good luck. (laughs) Jen suggests that Lisa takes the high road, and Lisa's like, I will, as long as they take me at face value. Yeah, stop overthinking everything that I'm saying, that it's not valid or fake or pretending or, you know, that good stuff. I'm anxious to see where that goes. I mean, it sounds like things are pretty good with Heather now, according to what she said on Watch What Happens Live, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. What I'm not looking forward to seeing is Mary with her son that she doesn't want. Ugh, she is so embarrassed of him on camera. At home, she doesn't give a crap what he does. She doesn't even know what he does. I 100%, she's exactly the same way at home, even when the cameras are not home. I guarantee you she's like that. They seem like such strangers to me that it's, I don't... 100%, I feel like her son is just, like, waiting for, to, like, be able to leave and run away or whatever he's going to do. But so far he doesn't have any skills or jobs. He doesn't even know how to make money to live on his own right now because he's had so much access around the house. (laughs) I wrote down an entire list of everything that according to Mary, he did wrong. Well, right away they're eating grilled cheese sandwiches and Mary right away starts nitpicking. And I know that like your mom saying, did you bless this food? Is it really nitpicking? Like I've heard that a million times. Did you bless this meal before you do it? But she nitpicks like a hundred more things through yeah, it. Which again makes me feel you guys don't normally go out to eat and even probably pre-pandemic for him to realize that he's supposed to pray over his food. I just feel like they're strangers, but he didn't pray over his food. He has lost all of his table manners. He wipes off his hands above that gorgeous grilled cheese sandwich. He didn't. He not only didn't pray over his food, he didn't pray correctly. He didn't pray out loud. He didn't pray loud enough, and he <coughs> didn't say the right things that yeah, she wanted him didn't to use say. use the right words. And he eats like babies eat. No, <laughs> that's how you eat cheese. Do you, have you never seen a pizza commercial? <laughs> right. Seriously. 
that grilled cheese looks so delicious. I couldn't. I want to go out. there. I really want to try that place out. Yeah, Did we get the we, name? Yes, Tuli T or T U L E. Okay, I, I want to go to a place that has like specialized grilled cheese. Yeah, man. It, it, the weird part, though, to me, <laughs> out of all of this, was her confessional when she's talking about you know what a waste he is. But she just <laughs> randomly said, "I mean, that's what she says." She just, I know that's just... what she just says. She just says what a waste he is all the time. <sighs> but she even but randomly said, "Even now, I'm like, wear a Jimmy. You don't want that thing coming home purple." If you smell fish. Run. Like, where did that come from? We rewound that three times to see where it came from. She just says it. And there was no reference to it whatsoever, no context around it. She just literally, and, uh, and, but the editors just had to put it in. <laughs> well, how do you not? I mean, I can't imagine what they don't, like, what they have that they haven't put in. Oh, my gosh. But by the way, with her nitpicking so much, I want to say, Mary talked with her mouth full. She <gasps> bit into it, and she goes, this is good. Oh. So, test, test, test. Is that how we eat around the family table with the Lord? Really? That's a dick. That's how babies eat, Mary. <laughs> Gosh, we're so mean to her. Robert Sr. thinks that Robert Jr. wants to move out. How does Mary know? She hasn't spoken to him in like six months. But, um, her but, son wants freedom, but has no clue to make money. Yeah, he I mean, doesn't know how. Like I said, he probably thought he would like go out and get an apartment. And they would pay. For I mean, it. look at his place that he lives right now. Why would he ever leave except for getting away from Mary? But I mean, he's got everything he needs to live in his room. Well, Mary has made it more than clear that she is tired of paying for him, and she's ready for him to get into the army. If you go to the army, you can move out. You can move the heck out. They'll give you more energy, so you don't be like these lazy teenagers who just play video games. Yeah, pretty. She specifically says the army. Like she probably means all of the army, not just army. <laughs> like she probably means army means everything. Yeah, the the In armed the military. forces, the armed yeah. forces. Yeah. Well, Robert Senior apparently went into the army, and now that's where he is now. Married a, a rich older woman, passed away, and got handed down the grandchild. <laughs> So there he is. But literally, in the first two episodes, she's talking about how she doesn't want to pay for him anymore. And now in this episode, she's trying to ship him off to the army. Like, she's really done. <laughs> I mean, she even goes as far as, like, I want him to join the army and drown a little bit. It was... She's like, I'm ready for him to do that. Well, she's like, he's going to love it. He's going to love it. So he's going to jump out of planes. He's going to go underwater. And... I don't know what he's going to do. He might even have to drown a little bit just to... Whatever he has to do, I want him to do it. And I'm ready. He's going to jump out of planes. He's going to get in the water. Maybe even drown. But I'm ready for that. She's ready for him to drown. Yeah, Robert Jr. Just a little. Just a little. He's going to love all that. Drowning just a little. That's like one of the funnest things you can do. Have you ever done that? Like, oh my God. It's like, you know. Or being forced to jump out of a plane if you don't want to. (laughs) Both of those things are a blast. We do more before 9 a.m. Than most people do all day. Hey, first sergeant. Good morning. Find your future in the army. I can't wait to go to the army. I'm enlisting today. (laughs) (laughs) But that kid is so privileged. Why would he? A lot of people that join the army are either have a family line of people that are in the army, like generations, people that are just very passionate about this country, and people that want to get a head start in life because they've had a rough life. Yeah, and take advantage of all the army will do for you, or the armed forces in general will do for get you education, get you training. Why why does he have to go? Does he have any desire for any of that? 
So wow. he's he's not going in the army, but hurry up and turn eighteen or how twenty one before she like literally ships you to an army camp <laughs> or just kicks you out on the curb. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Here's twenty bucks. That's the last twenty bucks you get. Here's your Louis Vuitton blanket that was over your couch. Sell it. Hope it works. <laughs> He does, he's not as strong as me. Well, move to a completely opposite family. The most wonderfully loving and nurturing I love family. this family. Holy crap. I've never seen a family like this on The Real Housewives. Well, I kind of love their family. We'll get to that oh, in a minute. Oh, no. I love their kids. Okay. And I love Jenny and uh, Dewey with their kids. I know where you're going with this. Yes, but let's that's, start that's off start with the awesomeness with nice. the kids. This yes. little girl, man, uh, Kate, uh, Kate, Carlin. Carlin, Carlin, she loves science so much that every Saturday she wants to do a science project at home. With her dad. With her dad. And she teaches all everyone. Like, it's kind of like a family thing to do. Yes. They've done like Altoids and soda water, eggs and vinegar, a few other like fun experiments that you do in elementary school. I mean, school. I remember doing those in elementary school, like some of those in elementary school. And I've done some of them at home. Yeah, me too. I did the um, egg and vinegar at home when I was a kid. Yeah, I did I like that. I did the like the like you did paper and then you like rub wool and you like put it on it and it would like electrify and like pull on it. Oh it's yeah, static, I, I, like static, static, yeah, yeah the static electricity yeah. stuff. That's um, what, and you know what the wildest thing to me was though, when they were done, the kids actually cleaned up. They didn't need to be told to. They didn't groan. They didn't have. They didn't complain. They all had their respected jobs. Yes, I mean, remember in New Jersey when Jennifer Aiden would literally tell her kids eighteen times. I'm sorry, not literally, but tell her kids over and over again to clean up, and they just wouldn't. And they just wouldn't. But these kids, like, they know what they were glad to do. to do it. And then Jenny says, after you're done, you can go practice your instruments, most likely, or read. And they're like, "Okay, yeah, sounds fun, Mom. Fun. Thanks. I haven't seen a TV in their house yet." <sighs> I haven't thought about that. I don't want to start looking. I literally haven't. I've started looking after the first season because they're so... Because I know in a lot of families that are um, very education-based, they don't even have a TV. They may have one TV in the family room, but the kids don't have TVs in the room because what they're supposed to do on their free time is homework and practicing. That's why we're Asian, not Asian. I bet you there's a TV down there in that like playroom where they did the chiropractic stuff the other night, but, and maybe the parents' bed. I want to be... I'll, I'll yeah, be we need to watch. Now. I'm going to be on the... These, but these are the best housewives' kids ever. Yeah, they they're well, really, they're really quite amazing. Girls too, so I, I won't I won't I won't I won't give them the tie the crown, but they're great. They're great starter children. <laughs> <laughs> now, Dewey thinks that his kids are so awesome that they should have more, and here is this where is, it all this turns. is the upsetting topic. I can tell by the eye roll. This makes me. I'm not going to use the word hate, but I really want to feel towards Dewey because... It makes me feel like villains are Dewey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like Dewey's a villain in this one. <laughs> yes. it infu Like, to know that your wife could die... As a doctor himself knows the dangers of what she could go through having another child. Let alone, she's had nine, nine miscarriages. Y you know and what? each After... one of her children had to be a C-section. After one miscarriage, I'd be like, listen, if if you don't want to ever try again, I would never put you through that again, you know? Well, f for one, I would have a heart for that, and I would care about my loved one, but I would also really think about my children that I already have, because what if she dies during childbirth? 
What if her and the child dies during childbirth? What if? And then guess what? Your kids that you have now at such a, such a young age now have to go through that pain for the rest of their life of going through all of these new ex- prom, first boyfriends, first girlfriends, first big job, first college degree, all missed because they don't get to have their mom there. What's the point of even risking it? I don't you've understand. You've got three. You've got three, and they're awesome. I just, I, I know you that, have boys and girls. I know that his culture means wealth and like big families, but this is it may, it, it's kind of heartless. I feel it's completely heartless. And Jenny feels the same way. She said that word. The damage is done. I feel like she got very, very upset. Like of she literally she did. hit like a point. Like she's like, you know how I feel about this. Like you know, I'm, I'm not even gonna. You entertain this discussion. I did see some people on social media is like, hello, they're forcing a storyline. I'm like, no, he's been talking about this since the beginning. He wants more kids. And who cares if they're forcing a storyline, people? Also, also, if she's had nine miscarriages, he's been really trying hard to have babies with her. Yeah, she's given... Girl, you've given 125%. Girl. Like, you don't have to do any more. I don't want to end this first half on such a negative uh, tone, but this is really a good stopping part. Because next we're going to go into another family, a family that we love. Yay! So let's take a little break um, and before we get over to Heather Gay's house. Okay. Bye. Bye. You know the routine. This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Hello, we're back. We're back. Hi, babe. And now we're in Heather Gay's kitchen. Yay, the gays. I would rather be in Heather Gay's kitchen than the hot closet. Especially if Ashley's making Rice Krispie Treats. Hey, girl, where's mine? I want a Rice rice Krispie Treats. (laughs) Especially if George is going to give us a show, a little ballet show. We've got Ashley's Senior Showcase for the drill team. We've got Georgia doing her toe shoes. I was like, you better dance on your toes, Georgia. (laughs) And I was like, you better hem those shoes, Heather. (laughs) You better do it, passe. (laughs) I watch a lot of Dancing with the Stars. I I thought it was a really cool concert. Contrast between the ballet slippers and the, and the Air Jordan. That would be a really good commercial of having like a row of dancers, and all you see is them standing on the tiptoes, and then down comes the Jordans with Georgia in the commercial. Yes, of course, absolutely. Heather is ready for Ashley to go and be that. I'm wearing my Good Time Girl T-shirt. Go today. be that Good Time Girl. Um, and Heather wants Ashley to go be that Good Time Girl. And Ash, uh, Heather wants to know if Ashley plans to go to church. She does plan to go back to church, but not the Mormon church. Right. Well, I thought that she she was even uncertain about going to any church at all. That's the way I read it, but I could have misread it. But I I was... I thought, first of all, I enjoy, I appreciated that Heather was so impressed by Ashley's, you know, individuality mm-hmm. and being so confident about, especially after Ashley literally grew up reenacting like the Mormon story. Like literally pioneering. That was like the- literally pioneer. Like, how do you do that? Don't you're going to get dysentery. <laughs> it blew my mind. I was like, did I know this before? I've never heard of that before. That but is that is crazy. Intense. Like. Three hours of church? Are you crazy? And Every then, Sunday? Are you crazy? <laughs> and then Georgia is like kind of in the middle. Like she kind of wants to go back to church, but they've been gone for too long. And then Annabelle is like, I 
really want to go back to church, but we've been gone for too long. Yeah, but I loved how Heather responded to that. She says, I would love to go to church with you if you wanted to go back to church. I, it's not because I believe in their teachings, it's because I believe in you. Yes, and that's I, what a parent I'm, does. Yes, that's what a parent does. Not that there was ever a question of what an incredible mom she was, but that was just another moment. Like, why isn't every mom like that? Heather's going through so much in this past divorce. I don't know how, I can't remember how long it's been since she's been divorced, but becoming unmormon has been a huge journey for her. And then for her to continue on that journey and still support her daughters by going to the church that she feels so betrayed she's by. So, she's still navigating everything. Yeah, but she's I, doing really well, and I'm very proud of Heather. I'm very proud of all of her kids. They're such good girls. Yeah, they are. I, I love. I really like... I miss... I, I didn't get to see Ashley at Beauty Lab and Laser today. She's at school. She's I know, school. it's not fair. Picked you up off the floor. Moving over to another family mother-son duo brooks and murdoch i mean i wonder how much brooks gets paid to be on this show because he's in pretty much every scene that meredith is in i mean he has to be getting some sort of salary yeah well i mean he's a major he is the storyline he's the he is meredith's storyline he's the only child on the show that has a storyline besides Fresh Wolf, but do you see any, like, you never, you just see it get wiped on a towel earlier this season. That's it. Oh, on the nice towels. I like it. Oh, by the way, I did see Jack posted a picture today, so he was working for Fresh Wolf and earning his allowance. Not sure. <laughs> but really, Brooks is Meredith's storyline. But I want us to all quit calling Brooks a child. Seriously, he's not a child. I know that he is Meredith's child, and no matter how old he is, will always be Meredith's child. child. But people still call him someone's child, and I, I don't. When you're 20, I don't feel like we can do that. No. (laughs) Well, he's 21 now. Yeah. So Meredith is picking out clothes for her boutique, her Park City boutique. Lots of blazers. That she will wear, You better wear a blazer. You better wear that blazer. You better saunter in with a blazer. You better carry those bags with a blazer. <laughs> Meredith handpicks everything she sells in her store, and so she's invited some friends over to preview the fashion. Okay, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. What? I've grown up with lots of animals in my house and pets okay she has invited all of these people that are dressed very nicely to her home in a very nice setting but each and every one of them has to get a yelled warning don't let the dog out because this dog is so untrained that he's not only jumping on everybody but he will run out so all of these people coming in not only they're carrying gifts for her they now have to like Wedge in there and just try to... It's very unprofessional. Like, I don't even get that. And it's rude and it's selfish. <laughs> Anyone who knows me knows that I love dogs more than any human in the dogs. world. But I, a, a poorly behaved dog is a poorly owned dog. It reflects <laughs> on the owner. Yes. I'm sorry. I, and, I, and y'all know I love me some Meredith on top of all. And if somebody get... says, well, what if they don't have the time? They have the money. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Mary does not approve of Meredith's clothing Okay, the style. producers asking Mary what she thinks of Meredith's clothing style, I think was them gagging us. Because that... <laughs> really? Are you really asking me this? But Mar- Mary <laughs> tried 
she tried really hard to not say, I mean, her reac- her actions spoke volumes. Yeah, volumes. But she didn't say Meredith's taste is bad. She just said that Meredith's taste is Meredith. And who's taking Mary's, like, opinion on clothing line? It Honestly, I feel like Mary's fashion is basically, like, Somebody that was super, super rich at one point in their life and then went bankrupt and crazy. And the only thing they had is just all these clothes. Moira Rose. Moira Rose. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is a, a, a dumber Moira Oh Rose. my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, but I do have to give her credit. She at least tried to be a good friend and not be Ooh, too terribly mean about but it. But the biggest gag of the century... Brooks and Mary are friends? They're besties, yeah. Yeah, this is all so epic. Well, you, they've bonded over... Hating Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh. tell Mary about the social media situation with Jen. And the, Mary's having a lucid moment. She's like, well, did you consider just calling Jen and talking to her about it? I, I do have to give it to Mary... The nonsense babble that she has 24-7, it's calmed down a lot with these opinions that she's had. And to be honest with you, we're smart. And ju- But just for this moment. Just this moment. This was a yeah. blip in, and, in a Because then she also line. suggests to Meredith that she goes to the Jen Shaw ice fishing event because she was invited and it'll give her a chance to be open and talk about it. I'm like... Because Brooks doesn't want to approach Jen Shaw. Brooks does, is afraid to talk to her, so this is a great... I mean, that's a great... Ad- well, Brooks shouldn't have to talk to Jen Shaw about this. He sh- Well, he is an adult now. But still, it's kind of like when husbands get involved in housewives drama. I know the drama is between Jen Shaw and Brooks, but I believe that this should be handled between Meredith and Jen Could Shaw. you imagine a lunch with Jen and just Brooks, and he brings it up? Could you imagine that conversation? I want this to happen. Bravo! Producers, I mean, make this happen! I do. You're Please right. make this happen. Like, I can't imagine it, so I, I need it. I can't, that's why I need it. So yes! I need, <laughs> it. I need it. Oh my gosh, I need it. Oh, that's... Oh, I'm I'm freaked out by that. <laughs> I'm freaked out by that. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm going to go to what, bed thinking about that. What I am freaked out about is Mary having to shush everybody so that she can poot in front of them. Oh, you have to be silent because I have to poot. Hold on. There is no sense. I need peace. I need quiet to, to, to fart. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's what she, her talking about her makes me do. Out of all of the housewives firsts, why does that have to be one of them at all? Why did she need silence? Because she needs peace to poot. And co- and constantly. It's kind of like how people are like maybe pee shy or some people need silence. I don't know. I have but never anyway, heard of a woman just saying, I want to fart in front of you. Yeah. Why would you uh, like I would. I've never I've seen like straight guys do it a lot. But it's I would disgusting. go to the bathroom if I had to, you know, and I wouldn't I, make everybody shush. I would act if I came out accidentally. I'd be like, oh, sorry. You guys are doing it. <laughs> I'm like, let's all sing a song. Yeah, everyone sing really loud and clap. <laughs> glory, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> if you're happy, and you know, clap your hands. <laughs> yes. I don't understand. Uh, but I would rather see Jen's fabulous but... vagina than smell Mary's fart. True, true, true. But Mary gave a great punchline for it. She was like, 
that's what it makes me do when we talk about Chinchilla. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at least it was funny, but I really, it left me in complete shock. I need to go ice fishing right. I need to get out of this room. <laughs> yes. I need to go ice fishing right now. It put me in shock. <laughs> it made me want to run to Echo Lake. Run to Echo Lake as fast as I can. So Jen and Stu show up first every time I see Stu. Again, it just makes me sad because I know how much they really loved each other. But anyway, Stu Chase! Morgan, the ice fishing instructor, greets them and they, within moments, start yelling, Trout, 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 run, 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 run. Isn't, isn't it not safe? Like, shouldn't you not run on ice? Well, I mean, I guess that's... They know the weight and all that kind of stuff, so I guess they know if you can't... Well, clearly, that's the way that this run works. I mean, they spent the whole I rest mean, of the episode yeah, I running. I you have to get to that <laughs> ice pole fast. But I love that Jen Shaw had no idea what was going on. She thought the ice was breaking, and there was some sort I know, of... Emergency. she just starts running, and it's, like, further out into the water. <laughs> She's like, oh, we just caught a fish? I thought we oh, were going to die. Okay, you're just yelling <laughs> trout. I thought that meant, like, ice breaking. <laughs> So, um, bad weather ride together. Yes, bad weather. Okay, I just want to warn you, the next two ladies are a bit rowdy. Woo! Whitney reminds Heather that Jen did not so long ago threaten to drown her, and now they're going to be on a frozen lake. <laughs> I love Jen Shaw so extreme. I'm going to drown you in the lake behind your house. <laughs> says that besides Jen Shah and Teresa Judice. Listen, I want to see Jen and Teresa have and like, an all-stars together. An all-stars together. Like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Please, please. Ooh. Not either best friends or worst enemies. <laughs> but I love Brittany. Whit Brittany. Whitney was like, so I brought in a life jacket. I'm not trying to drown anybody. I mean, that's reasonable. Safety first. Women bring bodyguards to reunions. Come right. on. <laughs> but maybe all of this is about breaking the ice. I'm Zen Jen now. You know, Lisa's coming. Heather's I, I, going to be there. I, I like that metaphor. Whitney is anxious about seeing Lisa as well. It's so... Every single one of these ladies has an issue with one of the other ladies, but not... So, always the same one yeah it's, it's Isn't very that weird? mixed it's very mixed it's very mixed but um whitney does a great analogy about the relative that you don't want to see but you kind of have to it's like seeing that relative that i don't want to see them but i have to go because they're family and then jenny and lisa are running together which was no surprise yeah we know that Lisa is competitive, but Ginny is like, I want to catch the most fish. And Lisa's like, oh, I'm going to catch the most fish. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give them Diet Coke, and they're going to love it. <laughs> yes. I love a Diet Coke. <laughs> Lisa uh, tells Ginny that Meredith is not coming, and Ginny is not impressed by Meredith's disengaging. disengaging. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I don't disengage. I approach it. Yeah. And I don't respect people who don't approach and it. And you see it later on, Jenny. <laughs> Girl. Shame plan. Shame plan. Oh, shit. Jenny is throwing down. Oh. Jen Shaw warns the fishing instructor when Whitney and Heather show up that they're going to be a bit rowdy and wants to make sure that they're not responsible for sexual harassment because Heather will inevitably hit on him. Oh, it's here, guy. I'm into this. But I love it when she, the second she says these little rowdy ones, it cuts to them and they're like, woo! <laughs> but you know what? 
Jen sexually harasses me every time I see her. <laughs> We're not responsible for sexual harassment, right? <laughs> True. Which, please don't stop. I yeah, love it. And it I know that you know it's harmless because I'm gay and madly in love with my husband. Yes. And, if and plus, I'm not getting on Coach Shaw's bad side. Are you kidding me? And if Heather Gay quits molesting me, we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> you and Heather Gay have this romance going on. Well, she played with my nipples. It's so. <laughs> You need a man for a lot of other things that we'll discuss later. Ah, okay, there are so many trophies coming <laughs> onto this. <laughs> well, first of all, Whitney shows up in the life jacket and Jen takes the joke well. Yes. That's that's a new Jen. That Zen Jen. Yeah, that's a new Jen. She's and coming that's out. Exciting. Then Lisa and Ginny arrive, and Lisa is very friendly. She greets Whitney with a big hug. And Whitney about Whitney almost farts. She's so worried. <laughs> I'm used to the Lisa snub, and I'm getting the Lisa hug. But Whitney, come on, just take that with hope that things will get better. Start on a fresh note. Then move on. Yeah, I think it felt good. It, it felt, felt good. I liked yeah, it. it. Like good. I like Lisa, and I think that Whitney <laughs> felt good about it once the once the shock wore off. Yes. Um. Did Lisa? Get new medication? Mary has declined. She doesn't like, she doesn't feel like sitting on a lake or fishing. That's probably what poor people do, is probably what she mm. said. Probably just cut that out. Ugh. Heather Gay knows everything about fish. She knows everything about poles. Like, she has She knows her way around a pole. Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I was impressed. She's like, that's that kind of fish. That's a different kind of fish. You want to go over there and get that kind of fish. And then this is yeah, that type of pole. I was like, I was like you go, girl. What? You are a pioneer. She is a pioneer. You better go. You better pioneer, Heather Gay. Give me a little beat, baby. Give me a little beat. Lisa knows nothing about fish or about cooking, but she does know about a fish taco from Del Taco. But you know what I do love right now? The fish tacos at Del Taco, like, are amazing. Okay, so, you guys, a little inside thing. Corey grew up on the East Coast. They didn't have any Del Tacos where he's from. When he came over to the West Coast, I showed him my late-night munchies place, Del Taco. I We're never allowed to go anywhere else now. Oh, don't you dare even ask for Taco Bell. There's a Del Taco within driving distance. The denial is what I will not accept. But Lisa catches the first fish. You go, Lisa. What, what? And then the music turns real spooky. Turns into like a Western showdown yes, kind of music. Yes. They chose two different tracks for the scene. Did you notice? Yes, because after the commercial break. It, it turns like, into like a modern dun dun dun. Yeah, like a horror movie. Yes, and I was like, and they needed it because this walk, this pioneer journey shall I say, across this icy lake, is miles. <laughs> Meredith is the only Jewish person to do the entire Mormon pioneer trail, <laughs> all just to get out on this lake. <laughs> I do love it. She's like, if I She's knew... She's like, is Ashley gay on this trail somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> is she still on this trail? Am I going to find a camp out later on? <laughs> is that the bones of Brigham Young? What's going on? <laughs> So stupid. But oh my Jen God. does not know what to think about Meredith's arrival. She is like scared. But Lisa's feeling optimistic. Yeah. I, oh, Lisa's totally optimistic. I well, think she, this is going to be great. She, <laughs> you can't do that. 
They're gonna love. They're gonna be back in love immediately. Let's have some Vida. <laughs> like, where is my Vida? Cheers to them being friends again. <laughs> if I thought for a second that Lisa Barlow listened to this podcast, I would never. <laughs> we were, yeah, we're just poking fun. I love, I love the whole cast. Everyone knows that. I love that. <laughs> See, there you go. I love that. Jen wants Heather to go talk to Meredith for her. And, Mer- and Heather's <laughs> like, hell no. I'm not um, stepping on that grenade. I, I am not having it, but I'm going to help you look good. Yeah, girl. I love what she says here. Yeah, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Always fight in full makeup. That's what my mom always taught me. Fight in full makeup, you'll always win. I totally agree. I mean... I'm going to put on makeup now if I'm going to get up. I'm going to put on some eyeliner. I'm going to give myself a cat eye. I'm just going to start putting on makeup so I don't. there's no even even a risk of getting in a fight. Exactly. And if somebody makes fun of me, I'm like, I'm going to whoop your butt. And guess what? Even if if I don't win, I'm still going to win because I look gorgeous. You're not going to hit this pretty face. <laughs> Do you see this eye makeup? Do you see the shadow? That's three different colors of shadow here. That's ombre, girl. <laughs> Do you girl. see how long these lashes are? You'll never even touch my eyes. These are illegal lashes. <laughs> these lashes are so illegal, they'll bat you in the face. Right. Then Heather gets the next fish and picks it up in her hand. No, actually, um, Jenny catches one. But Heather, did you see? Heather but also yeah, caught one in her hand. She pioneered that. <laughs> That's how the pioneers grabbed fish. Yes. She grabbed that with her whole fist. And that thing, that fish is like, Ugh! dead. Heather Gay is a vampire. She's a Mormon vampire. She literally came over in the original pioneer, and she still looks like she's in her 20s. She's a daywalker. I love that. You go, Heather, Pioneer Heather. Well, I don't know what she does, but I like it. Everyone's starting to get together, so Whitney suggests a prayer, and Lee's like, I already did that. <laughs> and then when Jen Shaw comes over, she's like, Jenny's sitting in the seat that she wants to sit in. So she's like, don't you want to go help Heather with Coco? Now, Jen! She, don't you want to get out of my seat and help she's Heather like, with the Coco? Coco, I don't know what to do. And then, like, the producer's like, no, Jenny, get out of that. Go! <laughs> she's like, oh, oh, wait, yeah, I will help you with that, Coco. I'm good at Coco. And so Jen's like, well... Meredith, I'm glad you came. <laughs> I do like that Meredith says, well, I'm glad that you uh, got this trip together for all of us, but it irks me. <laughs> Things are irking me. And we need to talk about this right now. No, Jennifer, there's something else. I have one more issue we have not discussed. <laughs> oh my god we are so bad at voices <laughs> the only one I'm good at is Dorit <laughs> I, but I love your merit that was better than your opening merit like you're warming up to it it's that talking out of the corner of your mouth by episode 4 we're not going to be able to tell the difference <laughs> so Meredith reminds Jen that at the reunion she proclaimed that anyone who comes after her family could not be her friend. And Jen has tweeted and had a Zoom call. And she's it even has heard... come out of her mouth. Yes. Homophobic aggressions. 
And so Jen sits there and listens, and she looks confused, but she, you can tell the wheels are turning. But when Meredith says, I need to know that you're not homophobic, that's when Jen's like, I'm in. I gotta, I'm, I'm not, this is not going to be my story. Seriously, like the whole time Meredith was talking, I thought that Jen's silence was maybe her accepting it and getting ready to apologize. But instead, we get, what are you talking about? I, that's what it is. I swear to you that when she, Meredith suggested that Jen was homophobic, that's the only thing Jen focused on. She didn't focus on anything that she said or done. She's like, no one is going to make that my story. No way. Because she probably thinks that she probably doesn't like identify like being called a sissy B word can mean that you're gay in, or oh, twink. Or twink, you know, like little things like that. Like not so much homophobic, but just commented on him but she in general. You know. But she still shouldn't be liking those things when it's part of your... Um... No, her team is doing that, not her. Listen, her, her <laughs> denial... Her team is homophobic. Her denial of all of this just baffles me again. I, I can't listen to the projecting, deflecting, and lying okay, anymore. Well, Meredith pulls out the receipts and just like, no, that's not me, it's my team. Listen, how does somebody not run that by Jen saying, hey, should we like this little quote that, you know, that says something mean about Brooks? How did she not know about well, that? Well, when she And was... even, even if... She is having somebody else do that. Say, I'm sorry, that's not me. And I'm going to make sure that is corrected. No, she doubles down. That's not her. It's not her issue. Well, in the last episode, she told Lisa Barlow, did I like some funny things? Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yes, I forgot I mean, either way, Jen, you're, you're digging yourself a hole. <laughs> so Meredith is not accepting anything. Oh, she gets up and she's disengaging because she, right denial away. is something she can't argue against no, she's disengaging so i'm gonna let her disengage yeah i mean and how do you argue against denial how do you argue against denial when you're shown the receipts like how's that's that's jen's fantasy but again jen only cares right now about making sure that the world doesn't think she's homophobic she's she doesn't care about nothing else yeah well Lisa suggests that they get away from the group to talk about it. And I'm like, the whole group was sitting there not saying a word. No, they were terrified. I mean, did they, did they edit something out that we don't know about? I didn't hear because a single one say Heather went, They were all sitting right there and no one said a word. But the irony of that is Lisa didn't want anything to happen. But when she calls Jen over, Jenny comes over and she gets directly in between it. Yes. Like Jenny... Not the best way to handle it, especially cussing at them. <laughs> Maybe not the best way to handle it, but I understand where she... you're going. She's like, fact, 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 fact. This is that. This is that. She said she's direct. She's winning all the trophies today. Damn. She's, I mean, that was the most direct. And I was scared because Meredith is swinging her hand, pointing. Her glasses are flying off her face. I know, I know. Like, she's whipping her head, like, back and forth. I'm done. I'm done. I understand how frustrated Meredith is with this because she cannot even move an inch. And with now Jen. Jen's all upset too. And did you notice that Whitney is the one that tries to help Jen get calm? 
When when yes, Whitney yes. when Whitney shows up, take a deep breath. yeah, when Whitney shows up nervous about the status of their relationship, Whitney's actually ends up the one trying to calm Jen That's down. That's just who Whitney. Is. But then everyone just pushes Jen like, "You've got to go talk to Meredith. You have we to have go to talk to Meredith." We have to end this. <laughs> and then when Jen goes, Heather spills her cocoa all over Coach's scarf. <laughs> um, Meredith. So Jenny's like, "The damage has been done," and Meredith's like, "Yes, it has." Yeah. I mean, so she, I mean, she gets down to the basics. Things have, you have to move forward. Like, you guys have to make a deal and break forward. Things have already happened. If they move, keep happening, then we have issues. Well, and then Jen Shaw, and y'all know I love Jen Shaw, but she gaslights like only Jen Shaw can. Really? She, what about she, my kids? She this happened a, again. She can do a turnaround so quickly. What about when my kids heard Brooks talk about my vagina? He, he just said that he saw your vagina. And that's it. Like, I don't think he said anything. And has he been liking other tweets that are negative to you know, Jen? I think people would have found that already. I think we said last week of the, that Jen's just really tired of the apology tour. She really is. She's, she's tired of people thinking that she she's worked so hard lately to not be a villain. She's tired of feeling like a villain. She, she spent the last two months away from filming. She has been working hard on herself, on her relationship with Sharif. And, and dealing with I, her I father's that, death. And she seemed of uh, surprised uh, by this whole Meredith situation with Brooks she, because she, well, she, she Jen, didn't realize she did anything harmful, I, I guess. Jen doesn't like to recover things. Jen wants to move on from things. So she's tired of apologizing and she just is not going to do it again. And again, she's certainly not going to be accused of being called a homophobe. You really think that's all that it's about? We really have the greatest listeners and even though we, Hunter, can sometimes be very aggressive about requesting reviews and ratings. You guys have really followed through. Again, we've gotten so many more listeners. It took me like seven episodes to do that, to drill it into <laughs> y'all's head, so I have no regrets. And we have some new people <gasps> who have out! left us reviews. All righty. I want to thank Princess Daru with an E at the end of Daru cute thank you thank you for leaving us a five-star rating and a cute little review and stupid loser 17 you're not stupid you're, you're a, not a winner to you us. are a winner you to the real house bears thank you so much for the awesome comment and the rating and y'all if you want to get a shout out on here and become famous just like these people <laughs> go to apple itunes podcast scroll down on our page and hit a five-star rating and give us like an awesome review because guess what y'all we're gonna start hunting for producers soon and we need those ratings to actually have a footing in this industry ah. which we, i mean we already have like millions millions of <laughs> listeners and stuff like it's not far and don't miss fun stuff like watching me get lose my botox virginity at beauty lab and laser on our socials on facebook and instagram we are the real house Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears, and you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube as well, and of course, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts, and you've already heard my spiel of going, giving us five-star ratings and nice little reviews. We need those desperately. Thank you so much to our millions and millions of viewers. Thank you all so much for listening. We just are on a cloud, and we hope we never come down. We really do appreciate all of the love. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye. Oh, we'll be back on this weekend with Beverly Hills. Y'all, we're busy. Bye. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye.
Okay, well, that's sound checked. Because I want... You better check your sound so... before you wreck your check. Wreck your check. Like a bounce check. Yep. You better check your sound before you wreck your check. Check, check. The bad sound.